no one really thought the world was going to end in 2012. So it's important to talk about this one thing, that when you lose it, you'll never get it back. Going to the barber, getting a trim, going to your favourite eyebrow lady, to realise the value of one second, ask the guy that missed that accident by that hair. If I come to you and I give you 240 quid, no catch, just take it, it's all yours. No pyramid scheme, no nothing dodgy, 240 quid, all yours. Oh, sorry brother, sorry, no brother, I, I would... I would love to give you 10 pounds brother, I would, I would, and if you did ask me this a few months ago, obviously you know what the deal is, there are two blessings which many people lose, they are health and free time for doing good. Assalamu alaikum, what is going on people, my name is Wasif and I'm going into my final year of university and this is the Drip Medic Podcast. In today's episode, episode four, we're going to be talking about the whole 2020 cancelled, 2020 done out here kind of culture and what we actually mean when we're cancelling time. We're going to be talking about what time is, the importance of time and the important things that you have to do no matter how much time you have or how little time you have. And at the end of the episode, we'll go over some of the things that you could be doing to make the most of the time you have to do the stuff that you enjoy the most. So if you're watching this video on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, like and comment any feedback or any ideas or anything that you guys want to see in future episodes. If you follow us on Instagram, Drip Medic, you can see short versions of this whole podcast so that you can take it in at your own pace. And if you're listening to the podcast, you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. And finally, at the end of the show, we've got this segment that's run by you guys. And what it is, is that you guys send in a question, any wisdom, any advice that you might give, any lessons that you learn to the audience. And we can all have a chat here and discuss about it. So hopefully we can take good from it and all benefit together. So if you want to get involved in that in the future episodes, link is in the description. And the link is linktr dot ee slash drip medic and that'll give you an option to write whatever you want to write anonymously or if you want to let me know exactly what you're thinking you can dm or message the kind of things that you want to say for the episode so 2020 has come in and it has literally chucked everything around and turned everything on its head 2020 is kind of like that movie 2012 but a little bit of a calmer version that you kind of realistically can think because obviously no one really thought the world was going to end in 2012 But it's normal under the frustration of lockdown and being caged in your houses for people to get frustrated. And that sort of brought out loads of things on social media where people are going, 2020 is cancelled, 2020 is done out here, 2020 is 2020 is not my year, 2020 is over, on to 2021. So yeah, people weren't happy. And it's also understandable because a lot of the things that we took for granted, like going to a restaurant, eating your favourite food, going to the barber, getting a trim going to your favorite eyebrow lady you couldn't do that anymore but when we actually curse time or we're frustrated by time and we say things like yeah oh, allow 2020 cancelled what do we actually mean or what are we actually saying when we talk about that so it's important to talk about this one thing that when you lose it you'll never get it back food money any material things they can always come and go but this thing is that when it's gone it never comes back If you use it properly, you'll be content, happy, over the moon. But if you neglect this thing, you're going to be unfulfilled and very unhappy. 
This thing, no one can take it from you. Everyone has the same access to it, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, whatever race you are, whatever nationality you are, doesn't matter how much of a big man you are, doesn't matter how wealthy you are, everyone has access to this thing. And truthfully, when you do wake up in the morning, you lose it. And yeah, obviously I'm talking about time. So the average person lives for 78 years. And 28 years of that time, you're sleeping. I know that sounds pretty lit, but nearly a third of people can't actually get to sleep properly. Whether they find it hard to get to sleep, they have, don't get proper sleep. And usually what we do is that we tend to put sleep to the side and have the most craziest sleep schedules or we don't get enough sleep or we think that success or like being a hard worker means that we sacrifice on sleep. But you spend nearly a third of your life asleep and then you spend like 10 years of your life just working your job but 50% of people are not even happy in the job that they're doing. So they're going for 10 years of their life when they're not happy. So years get spent on chores, social media, eating and drinking, and there's nothing wrong with a lot of this stuff. And obviously all these stats and things, it's just to get a point across that even though you have all these averages, truthfully, we don't even know whether we're going to have an extra 24 hours. We don't know when our time is going to be up. We don't know if we actually do have the same amount of time as everyone else. Maybe I only have six hours left while this other guy has got six years left. We actually have no clue. So this guy on YouTube, quite a motivational guy called Jay Shetty, he talks about the importance of time and he said it like this. He said, to realize the value of one year, ask a student who missed out on their grades. To realize the value of one month, ask a mother who lost her child at the end of the final month. To realize the value of one week, ask a magazine editor. To realize the value of one hour, ask family that are separated by distance. To realize the value of one minute, just ask the person that missed the bus, train or plane. And to realize the value of one second, ask the guy that missed the accident by that hair. And to realize the value of a millisecond, ask the Olympic athlete that came second. Now I know what you're thinking, we're going on an emotional roller coaster and we're only like a few minutes into the episode. But don't worry, it will get better. Just hang in there, all right? So the reason why this is really, really important is because even if we think we've got all the time in the world, it really makes you realize that no matter what time that we do have, there's little bits of time that we don't know when they're going to come that can make or break loads of different parts of our life. And the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said that lose no time in doing good deeds before you're caught up by one of seven calamities. And some of the calamities that he mentioned were a starvation that would impair you from your wisdom. So you're too hungry to even think. A prosperity which may mislead you. So maybe like a successful job and that keeps you distracted. An illness that will damage your health. So when you're good and healthy and you're not making use of time, when you're ill, that's all you worry about, being ill. You can't do a lot of other things. An old age, which may harm your senses. When you get old, you don't work like you used to, unfortunately. Your brain doesn't work like it used to. Your eyes aren't working like they used to. You can't hear like you used to hear. So when we think about time, we actually realize that, whoa, time is a gift from God. It's a gift from Allah. And with this time, we can get so much good back when we focus our efforts into the right things. 
Okay, so we get we have all this time, and time is important. I mean, we're even taught in the Quran that through the lens of time, you will fail unless you focus on four main virtues. You focus your time on four main things, and that is having faith, doing good deeds. But then, what could the last two be? Because those two things, you kind of can guess and think, okay, it makes sense. I want to, you know, have faith, do good deeds, but. The second two are that you help people in faith and you help people in keeping patient. And here we're being reminded that if we're not following these four things, we're the ones that lose out. And talking about helping people is a really interesting story. There was this primary school teacher, right? And what she did is that she got each of the children to get a balloon and put their name on a balloon. So what his teacher did was told the kids that you've got your balloons, you got your names on the balloons. Now chuck it into the middle. So everyone chucked their balloons into the middle, and she said, "You've got three minutes to go and find your balloon." So obviously, all the kids were like frantically running into the middle, chucking the balloon everywhere, saying, "No, move away! That's my that's my balloon. Is that my balloon?" And always going crazy, just looking for their balloon. And after the three minutes finished, no one found their balloon. However. The teacher said, "Okay, wherever you're standing right now, pick up the balloon that's closest to you, and then take that balloon and give it to the person whose name is on the balloon." So they go and do that. Within one minute, every single person had their balloon. So what does that mean? It means that when we're always thinking about ourselves. Chasing our own happiness or chasing things that make us happy, at the end of the day, most likely we're not going to find it. But if we help others and we want what's best for other people and we want them to be happy, then our happiness will naturally come in the most beautiful way. I thought that was a mad story, and I just had to share it. So basically, if we start cussing time or cancelling time and not realizing. The amazing nature of the time that we have, we're being pretty ungrateful for the very short amount of time anyway that we probably have. And yeah, naturally we get distracted and think that there's bare, bare time. But then when we waste time, we feel guilty. We feel guilty because we know that you know what? I'm actually way better than that. And the reason that we're feeling guilty is because we're not focusing our time. On those four main things that we spoke about earlier. So no matter what you're doing with your time, if you're not focusing on those three, four things, you see where I'm going with this. So we're starting to realise the importance of time, and you know, we got that spring in our step, and we're thinking, okay, right, let's make sure, let's let's use the time that we have. But there's one thing that's very, very important before you even think about anything to do with time management and how you use your time. There's certain parts. That you need to block your time out for in your day. Okay, let me explain. If I come to you and I give you two hundred forty quid, no catch, just take it. It's all yours. No pyramid scheme, no nothing dodgy. Two forty quid, all yours. You'd be pretty gassed. I would be too. And then the next day comes. Here, ma'am. Here's two hundred forty quid again. You're you're sitting there thinking. All right, yeah, man. I, I, I don't, you know, if you need to, if you need to get rid of it. I'll, I'll take it. And then the day after day, month after month, 
I'm giving you 240 quid every single day. You're loving life. Everything's going well. And then years and years go by, and it's probably been about 14 years now that I've been giving you every single day without never missing a day, 240 quid. And then one day, I come up to you and I ask you, oh, hey, man, I'm going to give you 240 quid, same as always, but can you give me 10 quid? So imagine if this was your reaction. Oh, sorry, brother. Sorry. No, brother. I, I, would, I would love to give you 10 pounds, brother. I would, I would 100%, but I just, I just don't have that right now. I just, I just can't do it. 10 quid right now? No, I just can't do it. So I'm like, okay. I come the next day. I give you 240. And I say, hey, man, not worrying about yesterday's one. Do you have 10 quid that you can give to me today? And then you're sitting there thinking, I told this brother yesterday I didn't have I didn't have ten quid and now he wants it again for me today. So then you say you tell me, uh oh, sorry bro, I you know, like we said yesterday, uh, I don't have the ten pounds. Uh but you know, thanks for the thanks for the two forty. So I think, okay, fine. I come again. Two forty. And I keep asking you each day for just ten pounds. And you keep having an excuse, and eventually, what's going to happen? Eventually, you're going to be like, I give you the £240, and you go up to me and you'd be like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, £10, yeah, no, don't worry, man. Next next week, next year, I'll give you the tenner. Don't worry, man, I get it. There's going to come a point where, you know what? You'll just take £240 from me, put it in your pocket, and walk off. You won't even acknowledge me at all. In our day, we have 24 hours to the day. And we have been given that 24 hours ever since the day that we were born. And God and Allah only asks for one hour. Your Fajr, your Dhuhr, your Asr, your Maghrib, your Esha, your five daily prayers. The one in the early morning, lunchtime, late afternoon, sunset and in the evening. He gives you 24 hours a day, but he gives you so many things I can't even list here. The eyes to see with, the ears to hear with, the mouth that you taste with. Literally you sitting here listening to this podcast, watching this YouTube video means you're more rich than about half the world's population just because you can sit here and listen to this podcast. You have access to internet to listen and watch this. And Allah is asking, God is asking, oh yeah, I just need that one hour of yours. And he doesn't need the one hour from you of prayer. But we need that one hour. Why? Because when we're praying, of course we're showing gratitude and thanks to God for everything that is given to us in those prayers. But naturally, as human beings, we sin. And what is a sin? A sin is something that you do. Yeah, it's a sin in literal terms. But the reason it is a sin is because it's harmful to you. The reason is, is that those things that you do that are a sin, it causes issues and problems in you. And that's the whole reason why we're not allowed to do it just because of the mercy that we have of God. Imagine this, when you're feeling so knackered and so tired, you quickly go wash yourself, do with you, go and quickly pray. And how do you feel afterwards? You feel energized, you feel refreshed. So that laziness that you're having is completely gone away. So don't you think how it's amazing how they're evenly spread out all five prayers throughout the day? 
And at the end of the day, the more and more you pray, regardless of whatever you're doing, it's going to help you fight all the things that you're trying to stay away from and you're holding yourself back from, from falling into all those little traps and things. So that's why it's important, because we get given everything, but the thing we have as a gift that we have been given is the ability to pray and have that one-way connection to God and to Allah. And that is exactly where we need to make sure that even if we're doing whatever we are in other parts of our day, we need to make sure that those times in the day, they are blocked out and nothing will get in the way of that. Now I know it's a very hard-hitting episode, today's one, but honestly, I was having a little look at, you know, the subject, and I was trying to read around things to talk about, and I don't think we give time the importance that it deserves. And it's so easy, man, for all of us to get distracted and waste time so easily. But all it takes is maybe one reminder, especially to myself, about, you know what, how important is time? And what can we be doing that we're supposed to be doing with our time? So we've blocked out the day with all those times to pray. But what do we do next? Okay, we've got all this other time, especially in lockdown. So what you can do is start off by just writing out your day on a piece of paper or like on your phone and just finding out what do I do with my day. And if you did ask me this a few months ago, obviously you know what the deal is. Wake up, spend an hour on my phone, have breakfast a bit later than usual, not really breakfast anymore. Then check out YouTube, go on PlayStation, blah, blah, blah. You've heard it all before. But that's the whole point. You shouldn't feel ashamed about what's your days like or this, that, the other. Just write it down and have it so that you can see where is my day being spent. So once you have it all written down, then you know, okay, so I spend this much time with my family, this much time with my friends, this much time doing this stuff, this much time doing that stuff. And then you'll be able to look at your day and realize, okay, what needs repairing? What bits do I need to fix now? Do I need to spend more time with my family? Do I need to spend more time for my university? Do I need to spend more time chatting to my friends? Do I need to spend more time doing some of the stuff that I really enjoy doing and I know that will benefit me? The reason that we have the days that we do have is literally because of the habits that we have because they're pretty easy, they're pretty nice to do and we're just so used to doing them. So it's really hard to get yourself out of your normal day. And I know at the end of the day, it's hard to change a day because it's filled with loads of habits that you do. But that's where you need to negotiate with yourself and take it slow because nothing really works that well when you take a huge drastic change because it's always so much harder to maintain that kind of thing. So you need to negotiate with yourself. And the way you do that is, let's say I will do X amount of obligations or what I have to be doing with my time. And then for the rest of the time, I'll just live my day like I've normally been living. And slowly, 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 you can increase that obligation kind of time for maybe you start with one hour, then you do an hour and 30 minutes, and then you move on to two hours. And as you get by, by the end of about a couple of weeks, you'd be doing pretty, pretty well. And at the end of the day, there's no point being fake about it or copying someone else. Because like we were talking about earlier, we only have a very small amount of time to do the things that we want to do. So why would you want to live that time trying to be someone else or living someone else's life? Doesn't make sense, does it? So what is the importance of sort of rushing to get things done? Well, there's an interesting story where one of the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, he was praying behind him. And then when he finished that prayer, 
The prophet, peace upon him, he got up quickly and was moving through the rows. And then when he came back, everyone was amazed. They were thinking, what, what was the rush? What was it that had the prophet, peace upon him, have to go so quickly? So when he came back, the prophet, peace upon him, saw everyone was astounded. They were amazed. They were wondering what, what could possibly be the thing that he was rushing for. So what he said was, I recalled that there was some gold left with me that was meant for charity. I did not like to keep it any longer, so I gave orders that it should be distributed. I mean, in this example, we're being taught to not delay in doing good deeds or not delay in giving charity while we're able to. Because like we spoke about earlier, obstacles such as poverty, your health, getting into old age, things that would stop you in the future from doing a lot of the things that you would want to do while you're young and a lot of the things that you can do while you're young but will become a hundred times harder as the older you get so we had a little plan of the day we've done some jiggling around and we've you know we found out what we need to do but you still might be stuck and thinking i don't still really know what i want to do with my time and i think this thing really helped me is you think about where do i want to be in a year's time now, I know it sounds really cliche, but think about it. What do I want to be better in a year's time? So for example, I really want to pass my exams and finish this year off. Okay, so if I want to be that in a year's time, what kind of things do I need to be doing now? Well, I need to be doing a little bit of revision every single day. Or I want to get wham. I want to be big. I want to be dench in a year's time. But what would I do for that? Well, I'd be needing to be having protein shakes every day, mass gainers every day. I know what it's like, don't worry. And that can start now. I want to be a better person. I want to be better in my faith. In a year's time, you can achieve that, absolutely. But what do you need to do now? Well, you need to learn about what kind of things a good person does. What kind of things do I need to do to get better? You can start that now. And thinking about short-term goals that you have in the week or thinking about your medium-term goals or thinking about long-term goals, you can see the importance of setting goals. At the end of the day, a goal gives you something to drive towards. And yeah, life hits you at so many different angles and things can change. But that doesn't stop you from being flexible. It doesn't stop you from choosing, you know what, I really want to try and get to this place where I want to be. So you might as well give it your all. So I think what really, really wraps all this stuff up quite well is when the Prophet Bismillah said, there are two blessings which many people lose. They are health and free time for doing good. So being healthy and the free time for doing good are two blessings that a lot of people don't realize and they end up losing. And when they do lose those things, then when you do lose those things, that's when you realize, yo man, I was, that was a big, big part of my life. That was a big thing that I took for granted. I wish I could get it back. So as you can see here, you can't live without having a plan to your day and making sure that you're doing the right things. And I was never good at following strict routines. But the thing is, we're not supposed to be good at following strict routines. We're not robots. But we do need to be flexible enough to know that I need to incorporate these kind of things into my day, into my week. And you've got to be flexible and ready enough to be like, you know what? Okay, so if I just do my work here now, I can chill with my mates tomorrow. Or if I chill with my mates tomorrow, then go to gym on this day. Or if I do this, I do that. So yeah, you still have a routine, quote unquote. But when you stick to it too strictly, 
any little thing that messes up that routine, that can mess up your whole productivity and mess up the whole kind of things you're doing. So you need an element of flexibility. So after that emotional roller coaster that we've had in this episode, we can look back and know that at the end of the day, even with 2020 being the year that it has been, we have been able to have all this time to ourselves. And it's been a great time to rethink, reflect, and have a look at our day and think, you know what, where is parts of my day that I've been doing for so many years that I never got a chance to do, but points of my day where I actually think I need to change for the better. You may have had the laziest, deadest lockdown so far, but that doesn't mean it's too late to make a change and make good changes to your day. I'm not saying by any means or trying to be fake in the sense that I want you guys to go and just become robots and spend your whole working day being mega productive and following this rule or that productivity rule or that productivity tip. However, we do know the important places where we should focus our time in. That's time with your family, time with your friends, time doing the things that make you happy and improve your skills and improve you better as a person. But most importantly, trying to get better and better at our faith. And that's when we'll start being happy with all the time that we have and we'll be ready for whatever comes our way. So moving on to the segment part, which is run by you guys of this show. Uh, this comes in from Ibrahim, and he says that there's two bits of wisdom that he wants to give that go hand in hand. So the first one is that you know what you're doing is right for you, even when on your day off you want to keep working. He said, obviously, don't take it overboard and don't neglect everything else in your life. You've got to be balanced. But put yourself in a position where work is so enjoyable that it doesn't feel like work. And I know it's really easy to say those words for a lot of people, but it makes a lot of sense because no matter what job you're in or what part of and stage of life that you're at, if you can try and channel and find that thing that you really, really enjoy doing, the more and more effort you put towards that, the more and more fulfilled you can be. And that's just a given, really. So thank you guys for listening. That is the end of episode four. All the good things that you guys get from this is from God, is from Allah. And I know I make loads of mistakes and I've probably made a load of mistakes in this episode. So I ask God and Allah to forgive me and all the bad things that have happened in the episode. That is because of me. So if you guys are watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, like and comment on the video. If you're listening to it on a podcast platform, make sure you give it a good rating on the platform that you're listening to. And if you're on Instagram, give it a follow. Now, I know this bit might seem a bit extra, but I think it's really important to clarify that the number of subscribers, the number of followers, the number of likes, it actually doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, the whole point of this podcast and channel is to benefit you guys, benefit myself reminders to myself, reminders to you guys. And if that works with just one person or just myself, the channel and podcast is doing what it needs to be doing. The reason behind having the subscriptions, the likes and the comments is so that it helps get that content out there and it helps share that content out there so that when people look at it, their first impression is like, oh, I wonder what this is. And you gain their attraction because so many things if you don't have that first impression where you're like, oh, this is okay, let's have a look at it. 
then people can't get brought in to benefit from all the stuff that we all talk about together. And this podcast isn't special because it's my content at all. And it isn't special because I'm the one that's saying it. And truthfully, there's so many people that can say a lot of this stuff better than me. But the actual, actual content, the source it comes from, is based on teachings from a mixture of places that can really, really benefit people. Whether that's faith, whether that's other successful people, whether that's advice from people that have been there, that's where the sources and knowledge is coming from. I'm just talking into a microphone. So yeah, please, please do show love and support and try and help share this channel and share this podcast to as many people as you can so that everyone can benefit as much as possible. Inshallah, God willing. So four episodes have been done. It's been four weeks now and it's pretty crazy, not going to lie. Um, Alhamdulillah, thank God, I'm glad that I started it actually I was really nervous about starting it But it's going good, I can't complain And we've got some big things coming up for you guys to look forward to So stay tuned Thank you guys for listening And we'll see you in the next episode Assalamu alaikum